Surprise! Don't get overwhelmed when you get surprises. Embrace them. Look at Talk, the podcast starts now. Welcome, one. Welcome everybody to another edition of Look at Talk. Is yes, this is a surprise episode because this is an episode we actually planned on the fly, ladies and gentlemen. That's because we are quick thinkers, we are quick movers, and when the vision is moving, we gotta move with the vision. I'm your boy Vic, your educated brother, and joining me, she just got back from Albany, GA. I got Lashana with me. Lashana, how you doing today? What's up, y'all? Now I am exhausted driving. Four and a half hours all the way back, but I seem to make it on time. So what's going on, y'all? I'm surprised. I'm surprised you actually did the drive because I so I tried to tell her we're gonna plan some road trips, and she said you driving the whole time. But anyway, I always <laughs> seem like the only one that drives. I can't wait to find some people that don't mind driving. Hey, I got you. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk, but I got you though. We got a great show for you today. This podcast we're gonna be dealing with a number. It's called eighty percent. And what I'm going with this is do not let 80% meaning four out of five things, that fifth thing that you don't like about somebody or they don't do right for you, don't let that be the reason you cause you to cheat on them. And we got a lot of great topics, um, subtopics as well. Go ahead and subscribe to this um, if you can on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Go ahead and subscribe. And, go, and while you're at it, go ahead and pour yourselves up a drink because the, you already know the more you drink, the better we see. Sound. The only way you get out of it is if you're driving somewhere, if you're on the job, or if you're cleaning your house. You know, that's the only ways you get out of pulling you up a drink, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We on this new Amsterdam mango and this peach, actually peach and a peach mango juice. That's what we're sipping on today. If you got some drink suggestions for us, go ahead and shoot us those drink suggestions as well. Also, I gotta give a quick shout out to my uncle. Happy birthday. Um, you've been a great influence on me. I know we ain't really talking as much, but I still got love for you. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you get, hope you and my auntie are turning up, you know what I'm saying? Because I know you're somewhere in your 50s, but happy birthday, uncle. Uh, I know you had a, family, a shout out to somebody who you... Yes, I want to give a shout out to um, DJ our, Turn. our very own Tampa's DJ Turn. Um, I want to give a shout out to him because... Um, I took the time to, I, I approached him Wednesday night and, um, you know, I told him that, you know, my brother watches his show. He fresh out of prison, you know, told him the whole situation or whatever. And I told him like, yo, my brother love you dog. Like you keep him laughing. You know, you know, those who don't know, um, that my brother is battling cancer. So, um, the fact that he took the time to come all the way from Tampa and roll all the way to 30, what, 30, 45 minutes away today city. Um, just to show my brother love and, you know, give him encouraging words because, you know, he told me a lot of things that I didn't know. You know, he told me that he was supposed to die at the age of two due to some disease that he was born with. And look at him now. You know, so you know the doctors ain't always got the last word. It's only what God's saying. Just for him to come all the way to Dade City and share his story and just let my brother know. There's people out here that's going through worse shit than you, bro. You're going to make it. If you keep your faith, you're going to make it. And that was a lot. That says a lot to me. And, you know, he got a big respect for me because a lot of people is not going to get off, you know, from their schedule or whatever, just to go somewhere else and encourage somebody else. You know, just keep mm-hmm. the faith. 
So hey, I appreciate that. Yeah, a hey, big ups to him. I'll big shout out to him, DJ Turn, for doing that. That it takes tremendous. Like I never met him in person, but you get big kudos in my my book as well. You know, I already know. And if you down with Lashana, give you high praises, you gonna get the high praises from me. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's get into tonight's icebreaker. Tonight's icebreaker question is: If let's go back to prehistoric times, if you were a kind of dinosaur, what kind of dinosaur would you be, and why? I would be a pterodactyl. A pterodactyl? Mm-hmm. Why you say pterodactyl? I would be a pterodactyl because um, out the flying. <laughs> I can fly, bite your ass, and fly the hell away. <laughs> I can pick your ass up and drop you and eat your ass later. Like, a pterodactyl is the bomb. Oh, that's some G shit. The the kind I'll be is a damn Tyrannosaurus Rex because I'm big and the T-Rex is big and nobody don't fuck with the damn T-Rex. So that's the kind of dinosaur I think I'll be. If you got another suggestion for an icebreaker, hit us up. Hit, make it go down in our DMs, y'all. Who, who, what podcast tells you that y'all can hit us up? Because some people just like to be exclusive, you know what I'm saying? So, Lashana, I know you got a little bit of celebrity news for the people. Let's go ahead and get into that right now. What you got for the people? Okay, so, um, y'all, if y'all I'm just, it's really not celebrity news, but I'm going to tell y'all this also. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, it's going down in Real Housewives of Atlanta. That's all I can say. It's going motherfucking down. Y'all got Eva coming out her damn shell. She cussing everybody out. She don't care who you is, where you from. She represent thug shit. I'm just saying, she is really, she giving it to him this year, y'all. She is really, really giving it to him. Also, let me tell y'all about the baby. Now, I don't know how long, when I read about it, I think it happened in 2017. I'm not, I don't know if he's, I think he's still going to court for it. But this is new news to me because I didn't know um, the baby killed somebody. At I Walmart. didn't know what. That's news to me too. Yeah, Shit. I guess it happened in 2017. He got into an altercation at Walmart. I guess the guy had um, they they had exchanged words or something like that, and the guy pulled a gun out on the baby. And when he got ready to shoot, I think it jammed, and the baby pulled his gun out and shot him. And he killed him or whatever. So they're going back and forth about that. But people saying like, you know, he's gonna get life and all of that. But it's um, it was self defense, and a lot of witnesses vouched that it was self defense. But um, now they got new evidence coming out saying that the the incident happened inside of Walmart. He agitated it, and that's where it went, where it went. But at the end of the day, it still don't matter because that man pulled the gun out on him first. And mm-hmm. if he would have shot the baby, he would have been dead. So, you know, the gun jammed. You know. What so I'm it's just going to depend on the evidence they have and stuff. So, and also, of course, they're gonna drag yeah. it out because he's a celebrity. Like they do with every celebrity. You know ASAP Rocky, you know Sweden is threatening to drag out ASAP Rocky, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, Trump, Donald Trump, shut the fuck up, because you clearly didn't help, you know, because he said he was going to talk to the Swedish Prime Minister. Well, that didn't help, because now they talking about ASAP Rocky's stay going to be longer, so... I don't know what the man did, but free ASAP, ladies and gentlemen. So where he's at? He is, he's locked up in Sweden right now. Wow, why do why y'all go across the world and do stupid shit or do something that can get y'all cased up and y'all get locked up in a third world country? Like Sweden ain't no third well, world I'm country. Saying people, I'm gonna... saying people get locked up in third world countries or they they don't get locked up in in the states like all the time. Like say like for instance, 
when what's the name uh chris brown yeah. got locked up in london like what the fuck right here you get locked up in london but it was some bullshit of course the girl said she raped he raped her whatever and the case is do your performance and haul ass don't even hang out because look they looking for something to lock you up listen if you're going across the across the country leaving the leaving the united states just be on your fucking best behavior. Be a goddamn tourist. Shit, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't go for the bullshit. Just ignore Love everything. That blunt and flashing don't look. be doing that shit because you're putting a fucking target on your back. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Ain't gonna stop me from traveling. Perform out. and get mm-hmm. your ass on. That's right. Oh, that should be it. perform and get your motherfucking ass on. Mm-hmm. All right, that wraps it up. Yep, that wraps it up. All right, now now we're gonna get into something I found interesting. Some things I found interesting in the week. And the first thing I found interesting is Ashley Madison released a list of the top twenty places to get caught cheating that people have been caught cheating at. Guess how many places in Florida ended up on that list? I can just imagine. Four four places in Florida end up on that list. And Central Florida got three in the top 15. Of course, Orlando's number one. So, basically, Tampa. Tampa is number nine. St. Pete is 14. And Hialeah, which is outside of Miami, is number 11. But and Tampa and St. Pete. the cheating Pete, rate or the A's rate? No, the cheating. The places where you get caught cheating. So, Tampa, St. Pete. What the fuck is going on in Tampa and St. Pete that's causing everybody to cheat? The reason I'm going in about this is because, one, Look at Talk is based in Tampa. And number two, yours truly was born in St. Pete. So what the hell is going on in Tampa and St. Pete? I just don't get it, y'all. Why is it so hard to be faithful in this damn city? You know, why is it so hard just to find somebody to be faithful to them and call it a damn day? Why you motherfuckers in Tampa and St. Pete got to be out here cheating? Why? What, what do you have to gain from fucking around on somebody else? In Tampa and St. Pete. What the hell? Everybody got their own reason on why they cheat. You just got to figure it out. Oh. Everybody claimed they got their own reason. We went over this. Yes, we went over this um, last week. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't know either, but when that list came out, I was like, God damn, Tampa and St. Pete be getting down like that. I knew Orlando was going to get it because, hell, everybody asks me traveling to Orlando and stuff because of Disney World and all the damn attractions and shit. I expect Orlando to be up there, but... And somebody said Tampa should be higher. I said, I could probably believe it, but I was like, God damn. Tampa and St. Pete, if you live in, if you live in the area and you listen to podcasts... Get on your people. Hold your people accountable. Tell their asses, look, if you got somebody good, smack them upside the head. Tell them you got somebody good. Don't cheat on them. Knowing some of y'all dumbasses, y'all still cheat anyway. And why Why don't people, why don't friends hold each other accountable anymore? Why do they just not hold each other accountable? They encourage the cheating. Why? Because some people feel like, oh, when you being a friend... You just deal with their their good and their bad. But when you're being a friend, you're going to tell your friend when they're doing something bad. And you're going to encourage them to do better. Like, just because you're somebody's friend don't mean you have to agree to everything they're doing. Exactly. So, it's like, and I saw a video too, like, meaning where some women, they will they will tell, they will they will vouch their homegirls. They, be, they will lie on the phone to their homegirls. Because the boyfriend be questioning, where were you at the other day? The girl be like, I was at Keisha's house. And the Keisha like, yeah, he was at my house. Knowing damn well you were at Tyrone's house. <laughs> fucking around. What, why y'all be doing that shit? 
I don't know. I was just watching some damn video. That name popped in my head. So, why the hell y'all do that damn dumb shit? It's, like I said, y'all need to hold each other accountable. Because that's not a real friend. A real friend will hold you accountable. And Tampa and St. Pete, we got to do better. God damn it. We can't be number 9 and number 14 on the damn cheating list. Shit. <laughs> Orlando, it y'all. It don't surprise me at all. Also, shout out to Jacksonville, Florida for not making the top 20. So, I got to give a shout out to Duval. And shout out to Tyler Ho for not making that list either. But moving on. I know you saw this on social media. What is this obsession with of spelling coconut when we're going we're gonna to go sexual problem? Spelling coconut. Apparently, women are talking about spelling coconut when they're riding somebody. What the hell are they going? What the hell are they talking about? I, I don't know, child. That sounds like some some new generation type shit. Yeah, I'm, I heard. That. I was like, what the hell? They how the hell do you focus on what the hell, what letters you're spelling when you're riding on top of somebody? That must be some shit to make you focus. I don't know. That don't make no sense. Cause at the end of the day, I ain't thinking about nobody coconuts. But these coconuts that's on my chest right now. That's the only thing. That's the only coconuts I'm gonna be thinking about while riding is me. Okay. And listen, y'all fellas, don't be out here demanding that woman spell that damn coconut because you don't have have these people. You should be as focused on what they spelling and not even doing sex, you know. So why y'all talk about spelling coconut? The shit these motherfuckers come up with nowadays. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, but we gonna move on. How do you like say if you bring somebody around your family? How do you help that significant other deal with insults from your family? Are you going to stand up to your family? Or are you just going to tell your, your significant other to have tougher skin? What's um, your... It depends. Like, because sometimes you know that you have an outspoken family. You know your family before you bring them around. So, I honestly think you should give them that prep talk. Like, listen, cousin such and such is going to say this. And he might do this. And he might come up to you and be loud. And he might do this and do that. And if you know you got a softie, then I honestly think that you need to be in that moment where you need to prep your family as well. Like, mm-hmm. listen, my girl, don't do this, she don't do that. Now, I honestly think if it's ever in a situation where all y'all is around and y'all didn't have to prep and your family get out of hand, yes, you're supposed to stand up and say something. You're not just supposed to let them get bashed at the end of the day. That's your family. They're going to always be your family. But mm-hmm. you ain't supposed to make nobody run over your significant other, especially when it's just... um. It could be when it could be drama afterwards. Cause what if my girl say something back and it, mm-hmm. she she taking what they saying personal? Yeah, exactly. Or you know what I'm saying? My man say something back and he taking what they saying personal. Now you gonna have an argument versus diffusing the situation before it even happened. But at the end of the day, you know how your family is. You already pre- should prep them. Look, so this won't you won't. There's no way yeah. you can get offended. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't say there's no way you can get offended. But it's not like you didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. And just like they can come at you and say what they feel, you should be able to do the same. Exactly. So I would, I would, I would just say you best, you better off just warned them. My family kind of crazy, so just don't, don't do nothing stupid. And because it's so, so you, you kind of, you kind of got regard. It's not even that. Like if you say that, I'm yeah. pissed. Yeah. Don't do nothing stupid because you didn't tell them not to do nothing stupid. Right. That's that is true. But you kinda gotta prep them for whatever. You gotta make them ready. Hey, this is what they're gonna do, this is what they, how they're gonna react, trust me. So me personally, if I go around somebody family, I'm not gonna lie, I'm about to be a super introvert. I mean I might spoke when I might be spoke when I'm spoken to, meaning cause cause I have that mindset, I'm just gonna like, you know, 
fill them out before I get fully comfortable because you don't want to say something stupid and then they have that impression of you, which is something we talked about a couple me, podcasts ago. I come ago. in the situation being my whole self. Mm-hmm. I'm very conversational. Um, I'm hey everybody when I come in the room. You know, I, I speak. I give you. I give you good vibes off top. But if I come in the room and I give you good vibes and you give me bad vibes, then my vibes is automatically bad. I'm the type of person I give you what you give me. Mm-hmm. If you come to me with some negative bullshit, I'm gonna come back. Mm-hmm. With, I'm, a, I'm not gonna come back negative, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm. You know how you can give somebody that um that unbothered conversation. Yeah. Like say like a sister might come up to you and say something about mm-hmm. um. Uh, maybe uh, let me see. Mm-hmm. Say like your sister in law might come up to you and say something about you know. Well, girl, you know he used to talk to my homegirl. My homegirl here just said, okay, that's not that's not my Yeah, problem. why are you bringing you know, up the past? I done been in a situation mm-hmm. like that, and I was like, you know, okay. So you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just so you know, long as your friend, and mm-hmm. I tell them, long as your friend stay in her place, I'ma stay in mine. Mm-hmm. You understand? Long as we got that understanding, and guess what the sister did. Mm-hmm. Well, my friend ain't got no place, and I and I don't either. So now that we got that established, let's move on. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, you gonna respect. I'm not. I still don't got beef, hey boo. Mm-hmm. You know, you need you want some of this drink, girl. You know, and I still let it be like, oh, it ain't no beef because at the end of the day, it ain't none. The beef was with with the ex yeah. because if she come at me wrong, come at her wrong. But you know, the whole time it was the sister with the bullshit because the ex was cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She didn't disrespect me. She was cool. She spoke. She introduced herself. She let me know, you know, she was the ex, but she come with no ill will. She gonna respect me and our relationship, all of that. She came to me like a woman versus the sister coming to me like, oh, my friend ain't got no place. I said, okay, and neither do I. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She made it black. She made it bad blood. But good thing that the girl stepped up and was like, I ain't got no problem. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. come for that. You know, I came for the family. This and the third. That's fine. That's good. That's good. And another thing I will say is, be careful of what you tell your family about this person before they meet them in person, because they are some of your family members. They like banks, so they already gonna have that memory of you venting to them about something. Now, if you tell them something good, then they gonna expect the world. So, I'd also say advise you to be mindful of what you're saying to your family members about your significant other, because you might have to come around and meet them person, which. Which ain't a good look because sometimes if you vent to somebody, then the, those people are like banks. So they're going to hold on to everything you say. And for some reason, they just hold on to all the bad shit. All the, all the good shit just go out the window, but the bad shit go out the window. But they hold on to the bad shit. So also, that's that's about it on that one. And um, just be yourselves when you meet me and somebody family. And another thing, how I know you love me, I can tell that you love me. If your family come at me and you stand up for me. Now tell me, God damn it, this girl fucking loves me. Now if you now if you tell me I'm wrong, okay, tell me I'm wrong, but just tell me in private. Well, that don't don't necessarily mean somebody loves you though. You know, because sometimes um when somebody go out with your with their family, it kinda puts a bad damper on you because they gonna think that they're picking them you over them, then it's gonna make but the family if... go against him. And you don't never wanna be in the middle of family beef. You know what I'm That's saying? That's true. But, but at the end of yeah. the day, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. So even, it's a way to defuse the bullshit that he can do. Like, hey man, y'all chill out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit going too far. Mm-hmm. And redirect the situation. Now, if you arguing and fighting with your family and you let this shit continue and he fucking up with his own family to defend you, that's when you're going to have to step in and say, babe, calm down. It's not that deep. It's just a big misunderstanding. You know, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to, 
Because you never want to be in the one that may cause a problem with family. Because then you, it's going to be hard to come back from that. You ain't going to be able to go to family functions, none of that. So, you know, you got to pick you got to pick and choose what side you really trying to be on. That's, that's definitely true. But then again, sometimes who goes to family functions? I know you might, but yours truly yeah, don't. If, you, if you're not family-oriented, I get it with you. You're not really family-oriented. <laughs> but if you rate, you know, you family-oriented and you're the <laughs> type of person that want their own family and stuff like that, you will want to be cool with... I would want my man to be cool with my family just like I'm cool with his. So when it's all coming together, we all cordial, we all cool. You know, mm-hmm. we might have a wedding, a, mm-hmm. a a baby, and a family birthday party mm-hmm. or something. And guess what? We all got to get together. That's true. That's you know? true. That is true. I do want her to get along with my sister and mom because those two main two I really interact with. And when I do make 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 peace with my family, I'm shot my sister who texting me right now. Um, when I do decide to open back up to them, I will want them to be cordial, but I know how my family is. I done seen them haze people for years. It was so funny, but I, I done seen that. I done and seen it all. And one thing when you do it behind their back. Because yeah. I had men in my life that my family roasts to this day. And that's fine. Because I'm like, it's a laughing matter. But mm-hmm. as long as we don't do it in front of them, we can do that all the time. We do that to each other. Like, girl, I know you ain't talking with no man with them bad, crest-ass feet. You know, we do that all the time. But as long as when we all together, we don't disrespect one another's, you know, other half. That's fine. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So, um, just bottom line on that, just be yourselves when you go around somebody else's family. And also, and be prepared if you have to defend them. Defend them in a in a classy way. Don't be argumentative because that's how you start some shit. And like LaShawna said, you never want to be in the middle of some family drama. M- moving on. What's, I saw this question from a, um, a dating group I was in. Um... What advice do you give to a person that you could tell that they're fall, about to fall in love with you? What advice would you give them? Um, when somebody's going to fall in love with you? Yeah, if you could how, tell how that... How do you give somebody advice to fall in love with you? Advice for if... What, I guess... Um, I guess what I'm saying is, what if I, what would you tell somebody that's about to fall in love with you that hasn't fallen in love with you yet? What, what advice would you give to them? What warning would you give to them? I don't give out warnings. Oh, you don't give out warnings? Mm-hmm. There's no warning. It's if you fall in love with me, you fall in love with everything about me. So there's nothing to warn you about, cause you pretty much know everything. And anything after that, you gonna still love me. But it may not. Anything that you see after that, you gonna still love me, if not love me more. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'ma always be the same person. Ain't nothing to warn you about. You already know my mouth, cause you probably got that first hand. You already know my attitude, cause you probably got that second hand. So you know it. It don't matter at that point. Well, in that case, just know if you fall, if you buy that, if you're a woman falling in love with me and I don't know yet, listen, you're going you gonna to get what you see from day one to day 90 because some people, they, they have this thing where they switch up after 100 days. I know a preacher one time said some women, you can see how they really are after the, with after, uh, after the first three months. I said, I don't know about all that now. And then you they really said, don't know a person until you live with them. That's how I feel. Real? Oh, that's good. That you is. You really don't know. You can be friends with somebody for so many years. Hell, you can be in a relationship with somebody so many years. But when they live, when they live outside your household, because it's easier to hide certain things. But when they live with you and you see they everything, you see how they wake up, you see how they go to sleep, you see how they take a shower, you see how you know how they wash clothes, how they fold clothes, how they clean. You don't know how dirty a person is till you live with them. 
Like, you be like, God damn, you motherfucker. And the only time she was cleaning up is when you came around. But then when you wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Now you live with them, you see that the house messed up most of the time. So you mm-hmm. don't never know a person until you late until you have to live with that person. Well, wow, that, that is definitely true. And also, I will salute to living with a woman from college because that did teach me a lesson on, because it kind of forced both of us. So if you lived with, uh, like, a male or a female, um, if you live co-ed, basically, it kind of forced you to clean up because I've heard from other women that so women can be some of the nastiest people you and you wouldn't even know it. I don't know how true that is, but and I know there's some men that are, that are just as bad. So another thing, I think this is the last thing we're going to get to. Now, what do you think about women that use that will try to use their kids as a pawn towards their baby dad to keep their baby daddies from finding another woman? Like, say they're not together. And this man is trying to, he done found a woman that's okay with him having a kid. And this baby, bitter baby mom be like, oh, your son or dog, you can't see if you around that bitch. What do you think of that? Um, are you enabling your child to have a relationship because you are still bitter or jealous about a woman? Now, if that woman caused any kind of harm or threatened to do anything to your kids, that's one thing. But when you, as a woman, have some kind of issue with the father... And you taking it, you saying, oh, well, I don't want my baby around that bitch because of what? Mm-hmm. Because, because y'all not together, out, I guess? Because y'all had an argument through text message. Like, it has nothing to do with the relationship of the child. And baby mamas feel like, oh, she don't respect me. She don't, she don't need to be around my kids. At the end of the day, only people that she need to respect is your kids and your and the baby daddy. That's it. She have to respect your... <clears throat> mm-hmm. She has to respect you as far as... Um, the parenting goes, but when it comes to, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to the baby daddy and you and her, she don't have to respect that because at the end of the day, you have a, you have a um, co-parenting relationship. That's it. Whatever he do with her and her kids is they damn business. And when it comes to your kids, as long as you, they get mm-hmm. the fuck they need, it doesn't matter. I see a lot of people, a lot of women get mad because um, in a relationship, he'll, she'll have a few kids and nothing. He'll take, they'll do their own little family thing, like go to Bush Gardens. Oh, why the fuck you ain't take my kids? How you know he paid for it? Exactly. And even if he paid for it, why does it matter? This is their little thing they got going on. As long as your kids get to go on some trips, they don't have to go on every goddamn trip. Mm-hmm. But I get it. Some baby mamas make it like that. Like, oh, my kids see you at Bush Garden. No, they don't see that shit. You making them see that. Exactly. And also to the men, let me deal with y'all, because there's some men out there that'll get mad because, oh, another nigga out here doing doing what you supposed to be doing. Well, you know what, man? If you weren't, or if you, it's called, you can step up. You can step up and um, still be a dad despite the fact that this man is out here doing doing things um, with your son and all. He, he can still, but not, you know, because I see some dads, they be getting jealous of another, another, another nigga come around their kids. Now, if that nigga puts his hands on his kids, then yeah, go ahead and fuck him up. But if he out here doing the, if he out here doing shit with you, it's okay for him to have two influences. Because after all, it does take a village to raise a child nowadays. So it's okay if he has other male influences. Because, especially if you're not stepping up. Now, if you're not stepping up, then... Then she gotta do what she gotta do, you know what I'm saying? Cause it take cause a woman can't tell a man everything, a boy everything to be a man, and vice versa. So don't get so fellas, don't be out here getting mad with with these women if they bring in other man and that man is doing better than you. That just means you need to step up. 
Y'all, this has been our um, trendy topics we done pulled from social media. And once again, I need to remind you that you are listening to Look at Talk. This is real talk. This is grown folks talk coming at you. And yes, we got, yes, I know this is a surprise episode. Um, So I do shout out to everybody that supports us week in and week out. Also, and if you support us week in and week out, we need y'all to be sharing this podcast. We need y'all to be Posting this podcast everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Help a help a brother out, you know what I'm saying? Help a brother and a sister out. And also, next month is our anniversary, y'all. So be on the lookout. Season two of Look at Talk is coming real soon. So be on the lookout for that. Now it's time to get to our Wednesday wisdom questions. Um I, let's see, this is gonna be crazy. All right. Before you get ready to do that. Yeah, what's up? Um I want um Uh-huh. I want, I want to be able to share this. Um, share. The Wednesday questions. Oh yeah, that's right. The Wednesday questions on Sunday. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I, she had to get technology together, ladies and gentlemen. We have some technical difficulties. Also, if you want to come be on the team and help with all these technical difficulties and help us keep the drinks pulling, let us let one of us know. Hit our DMs. I don't know how many times I sound like a fucking recorder already. Goodness. Already. Anyway. Question one. Girlfriend of three and a half years caught me masturbate to some unique porn. Oh, details not necessary. She had her mother, we stay in the empty house, remove several doors so I can't have time alone. I feel violated, especially since the bathroom door is gone to advice. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait a minute. Wait, go back. Wait, what? <laughs> the bathroom door gone. Run, the, that, run that back. The damn bathroom door is gone. Okay, okay. This didn't make sense to me, but we're going to run this back. Okay. Girlfriend of three and a half years caught me masturbating to some unique porn. Details not necessary. Yes, the fuck, the details are necessary. She had her mother, we stay in the empty house, remove, remove several doors so I can't have time alone. I feel violated, especially since the bathroom door is gone to advice. What the fuck? How you going to remove the bathroom door? Wait, so you So live, basically you live in a house with no no doors. You live in her mom's house with no doors? Or the mom came over there and removed the doors for her? I think the mother came and removed the doors for her. That get the hell on. Please, bro, you need to move both y'all asses need to move on because so, she <laughs> I'm let me run this back for those who didn't understand that question. This man lived in his own house. And his girlfriend is so insecure, she removed all the doors. Because she can't caught have no no because no, no, she called him masturbate. I'm like, which would you rather have? You catching a man masturbating or fucking another bitch or fucking a nigga? Which one would you rather have? Oh my god, I'm gonna need you to run. I need you to Bruh, run. Bro, I need you, you to need get the all your stuff and run. My nigga. <laughs> My nigga, take what you can and get the fuck on because you got a crazy woman. Because most women, they might see you, might tell you to turn turn the porn off and and sit on the damn thing. Shit. I mean, what the hell would you do if you caught a man? um, Shut the door and go and mind my business. Because obviously, I ain't giving him none at that that point in time. So, I want him to masturbate. I'd rather him masturbate than to be um, in somebody else. That's true. That's true. I ain't gonna lie. If I catch my girl, I'm gonna ask her, can I join in? Can I join in? If she say, no, I'm just gonna leave her alone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, insecure though. Insecure on a whole new level. I'm trying to take That it. is super insecure. Who the fuck removes all? How the hell do you live in a house they with no he's doors? Obviously not a, he's not a grown man and she crazy cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. 
She all that and above. She all that and above. All right. Question two. At the dance office, wife's appointed. My phone died, so I hopped on hers to play a few games. I see a text message to her friend talking about my weak-ass strokes in bed. I heard my wife would say this. My female friends love my dick. What to do? Go be with them damn female friends that love your damn dick. That's what to do. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This nigga said his female friends love his dick, but he got a whole label. Yeah, and the wife was talking about his weak ass stroke game. Wait, that's a wife? But no, here's the thing. He picked up. He said his phone had died, right? So he picked up her phone to start playing some games, and he notices the text messages. She texting her friends that he got weak ass game, and he's saying my female friends didn't didn't think my game was weak. Oh God. Like I said, this shit crazy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh my. Oh, they they doing a damn thing then. Okay, well. That, in that case, you just might need to go. You know what? That that's a conversation that need to be a sat down. I'm gonna give you some positive information info on that. You need to talk that out, player, because if your home, if your old lady is texting her friends and saying the week the game, the dick game is weak. Um, we need to have a sit down. And we need to figure this thing out because um somebody's gonna be cheating at two point five. This yeah. ain't already. She probably already is. You heard what Just Hilarious had to say. Anyway, um, I would tell you, you better question your wife about this shit. Right. Somebody that- said no. The female friends love that money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, I know that's right. <laughs> oh, hello, hello, hello. Right. Yeah. My advice to you, bro. You need to either address with your either address with your woman or go fuck go fuck on your damn female friends. I don't know how. Can you? Is it possible to stay friends with somebody that you done fucked before? Is yeah, that it's possible? Hmm, okay. Um, question three. Best friend went to college, but I stayed home, had a baby, and worked. She quit college and was kind to me until I got engaged. Now she jokes that, to my fiance that I'm stupid and may give him slow kids. He laughs with her, doesn't defend me. Advice. Girl, you need to cut both of them off because a Wait, real man who, will go ahead and defend you. Because, okay, all right. You know, you got to run that back for people like me. Yeah. Best friend went to college, right? Mm -hmm. But I stayed home, had a baby, and worked. Now, best friend quit college and was kind to me until I got engaged. Now, she jokes to my fiance that I'm stupid and may give him slow kids. He laughs with her, doesn't defend me, advice. Homegirl, you need to leave the both of them. She said that in front of him? She said, the homegirl said that. I'm like, you ain't a real friend if you're going to say that in front of him. Well, yeah, she ain't no real friend. For one, she going to get her ass whooped down. Not up, whooped the fuck down. I'm going to beat her ass so good. First of all, get out my business, bitch. Mm-hmm. Mind your goddamn motherfucking business, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like Pierre said, she hating for one. She must want him for two. Mm-hmm. And nigga, if you don't straighten her, I'm going upside your, god head, your goddamn head for three because that's your friend. I shouldn't be straight. I shouldn't be straightening none of your friends. And hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. That's you? her friend that's saying this. That's not his friend. That's her friend that's oh, saying this. Her fr- oh, she would have been slapped. Yeah, that's she would have been slapped. And see, time ago. see, I would have told him I would have had to leave both of them because I'm like, you show me what how you really feel about me by not standing up for me. And my homegirl showed me that she ain't much of a homegirl because her dumb ass decided to drop out of school because right. nobody told your dumb ass to drop out of school. If you in school, you need to just go ahead and finish right. and just and call. 
Um, the friend is fucking your man. Exactly. That's probably what's exactly. happening. Exactly. He fucking all through your friend. The friend, the, the friend probably done laid. He done probably gave your homegirl that good ass dick. So my advice to him: if you don't want to go to jail, you don't catch them damn charges. Just leave both of their asses and my call advice it. To a, my friends, to shut the fuck up, or you gonna get all these hands. Nah, <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> my friends know shut the fuck up and mind. If I need you for something, I will come to you. I don't need you. I don't need your commentary. This is not the NFL on Fox. So shut the fuck up. Anyway, Angie and I pulled our money about to visit our friend in St. Louis. The morning we leave, Angie's boyfriend made breakfast. That night, Angie was sick. I thought the food was poison, but it was dope sick. Boyfriend withheld her drugs. How to save her. How to get away from him. Uh, you need to tell your homegirl you need he to go in the room. withheld her drugs. I think the, the bitch was... I think he was drugging her. So, I think... I'm think yeah, I think he must must have been drugger and he must have held the drugs. So I guess in this situation, you need to you need to get your homegirl away from that drug dealer because if he ain't if he ain't flipping them drugs and he drugging your homegirl, then you need to get in the fuck away and put your homegirl in some kind of damn rehab and get her well on her feet. Yeah, that sounds good, but um, baby, if you want to be saved, you you'll be saved. And there's another thing I will say. Another thing I will tell that friend. Mind your goddamn business and keep pushing. Worry about because in life nowadays you just got to worry about you. Unless a friend is just so damn close to you, you can't do anything without her. You need to just worry about you. And just I learned very up. hard that sometimes every friend don't deserve the friend benefit package. You can be a friend on a certain level. They got levels to a friendship, and then you got that high level where you can be completely yourself and be and not be judged. Then you got that middle level where you just can't. You can't let it all be. You can't let it all hang out, but you can let it hang out a little bit, but just enough for it not to roll over. Yeah, then you got that one. You don't tell that friend shit. You don't do shit. Well, matter of mm-hmm. fact, she ain't even a damn friend. She's just an associate. That's that level. Bottom level associate type mm-hmm. shit. It's levels to this shit. I'm telling you. It is levels to this shit. Maybe we need to do a future podcast on the levels of friendship in season two. Y'all need to look out for that. That might be a... She just gave us a, a topic for mm-hmm. for night for season two. So, y'all, um, we're going to keep moving to question five. Oh, shit. This is a three-parter. Okay. Right. Here we go. I planned and stayed for a year to go with my friends to Essence Fest. We need to go there, by the way. I knew my husband was against it, so I told him I was going to worship with our church in Alabama. In New Orleans, our hotel room, I was half asleep when I heard one of her friends explaining to my husband that she couldn't see him because she was at Essence Fest with me. He called her a liar, and then I grabbed the phone. He hung up a fight, but a fight ensued between me and her, and we got kicked out of the hotel. They're all blaming me for ruining our trip. It was our first night there, and we had nowhere to stay. Hotel wanted to issue a refund. They spent cash for another spot, but didn't invite me. They're asking, they're asking me for money. I got to fly home, but hubby did pick me up from the airport, so I fought him to advice. You need to cut all them motherfuckers off. Wait, so basically the girl was on the phone with her man. No, the girl, yeah, the girl, the homegirl was on the phone with the man while they in another city. They're in New Orleans at Essence Fest, right? And I guess the homegirl was on the phone with her man, explained to her man that I can't come see you because I'm with your wife at Essence Fest. And then the wife must have heard it. And then, then a fight ensued because then hubby, and then she jumps on the phone, then hubby hangs up. And then a fight ensues, and they all got kicked out of the hotel. Now, the two homegirls came together, and they bought another hotel, but didn't invite her. And 
she got she fought hubby because hubby didn't pick him up. So this is just some fucking madness right here. Shit, she was right. She was supposed to whoop both of their ass. You did what's she right. Didn't move the hell on. You did what's right. You whooped their ass. Now take your ass to divorce court and go ahead and um go ahead and get half his pay and go ahead and get on that get that alimony get all that shit. Child, that sound nothing like girls trip. Girls trip wasn't nobody fucking nobody man child. No, yeah, that's exact. Yeah, girl strip was lit, but they they discovered when that man was fucking around and then got the bitch pregnant. My nigga, if you gonna cheat, if fellas, if you gonna cheat, please wear a condom. Don't get the other bitch pregnant. <laughs> Shit, I get tired seeing y'all dumbasses and y'all over here crying, baby. Please, nah, my nigga, you need to stay with that side chick and raise that family and hope that damn side chick don't fuck around on you. All right, last one. Boyfriend and I are a one car family. My car. I worked at a store that had been trashed. A car smashed through the window. So I was off for the day. Couldn't reach my boyfriend. So my coworker took me home. Caught him naked with another woman. Him. She says diet tea and was weighing me. Advice. <laughs> what the fuck? That Wait. nigga was fucking that bitch. <laughs> she was what? Diet tea. She says she sells diet tea and she was weighing me. And she said she so apparently she got off from work early. The coworker dropped him off at home, and he caught she catches him with another woman, and he naked. And she said he says she sells diet tea, and she was weighing me. Y'all buy that shit for one minute. The lies these motherfuckers come up with when they get caught. They, they come, say it's crazy. Like, why y'all write in some more crazy Yeah, y'all, y'all really do. Homegirl, you need to just go ahead and leave him and take your damn car. Y'all and, know my favorite shit, right? You knew that shit before you wrote that shit. Hell yeah. Why Cause... I need to tell you some shit you already know? What you need? Reinsurance? Whoa, this we ain't got go, goddammit. You, you need reinsurance. You, we need to be, we need to start like an insurance company or something. Shit. All right, see, I stay with wearing that dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what was going on. They were weighing that damn dick, all right. All right, now we're going to move on to our main topic of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Looker Talk. <laughs> Mo Looker, you want it? You're about to get it right here, right now. It's time for the main topic. Ladies and gentlemen, I've through my research, I've discovered that if you're in a committed relationship with somebody, there are going to be yeah, five elements, and four of those things which is why I say 80%. You're going to like 80% of what they do. And because no, because there's no, I, I just believe there's just no relationship that's perfect. So, what do you do when this person is just not hitting, doing one thing right? Whether it's, whether it's in the bedroom, whether they not give you affection, or whether it's, they're not, they're not doing right by you, whatever it is. There's like, there are like five qualities of one, some people look for in a, a significant other. So one of those qualities they don't do right and that is just one is just not there. Why do people tend to go cheat if that one quality is just not working? Hmm. Because I'm like, why if you really love somebody, why don't you just work at it? And if if it just don't come, then fucking leave the damn person. Why so cuz I know it's cheaper to keep them, but still. Because I like I said, which is which is why I say, don't let that four out of five things, I say it's good because it's an 80. Don't let that fifth thing be the reason you out here cheating. I feel... Okay. Um, so, basically, you're saying 
Yeah, basically, I'm saying um, you get like say like say what qualities you look for in somebody. Like you get four out of five qualities, mm-hmm. and I'll say that fifth quality is something you want, you really need in a man, and they're just not delivering it. Or some like say if it's something I'm looking for in a woman, and they're just not bringing it home. And do we? I get, feel like this though, because yeah. I, I I get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I feel like this because this is what a lot of people get a lot of things mixed up. Is when the whole point of dating someone, or the whole yeah, the whole point of dating someone is um the whole point of dating someone is um getting to know that person, and when you're getting to know that person, you're getting to know all the things and qualities before feelings are involved. And I feel like a lot of people when they jump into relationships, they jump in relationships based on how a person looks. They don't go based on what they're looking for anymore. And it's sad because I can say this. I can say, um, I met this guy and our vibe is so good. And a vibe can be, he can hold a conversation and he looks good and um, he pays for our meal. And then, you know, because he around me every day, he hold me and he makes me feel good about myself. But then when it comes to all the things that you really need and all the things that really matter, Nobody catches those things until after they're already in a relationship. Like, oh, Derek don't work and he ain't trying to help me pay no bills and he not doing this and he not doing that. But you knew this while dating him, while Ooh, you... going on dates. But then now you jumping in a relationship. Now you got to complain about all the things you knew about before you jumped into a relationship. So I just don't get it. Oh, you hit on some good because a lot of us. We fall for that vibe because they have a good vibe. She working. She and I can hold a conversation. We can. She can hold her liquor. We throwing drinks. That we talking. They all go off of that damn vibe. They don't look at all the other things. Maybe because uh, if one thing I did learn is if you could deal with a person's flaws, which and and if you see them working on their flaws, then you can deal with them. But then what do you do if they're not working on them? Because if I see somebody. I mentioned their flaws to them and they're not really working at it. I'm like, okay. Because I'm, I'm no, I'm as me, I don't got to the point where I'm trying to better myself. So, what are you doing? I noticed that a lot of people don't start taking you serious until you start taking yourself serious. And when you start putting your foot down and you really make it known that, nigga, I don't need you, I want you. Mm-hmm. And we can quit today. Like, yeah. we don't have to be together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because if I'm telling you all the things that's making me unhappy and you're still doing it, you don't care. That's true. That's so that means I need to move around. That's that's definitely true. You would definitely move on. But listen, I'm now nothing I do want to deal with is people that are just. I mean, you get some people that they are all happy, but it's one area they can't make you happy in. Why the hell do they feel the need to go seek that happiness elsewhere? Because that is that's and that that's one selfishness. I feel like. If you got to go outside your relationship to seek happiness, you need to get out of that relationship and go ahead and seek happiness independently and not sneak around to do it. Please because do. I noticed that a lot of women, let me tell you, and I'm just, just, just hilarious, hit it on the head. If y'all yes, she did. she did. She did. She really um, did. A lot of women cheat first. A lot of women, they'll be, they'll be, they'll start cheating first. Or they'll start doing flirtatious ass shit first. And then when a man go out there and do it, they act like they whole world finna end. And he don't do this and he don't do that. But then these females, they, and they, they the dude that they cheating with, they got it all planned out in their head. They finna have this happy relationship. But in all reality, baby, you just showed this man that you are a cheater. You mm-hmm. are not to be trusted. If you done cheated on your man with him, what makes you think that he gonna, he gonna trust that you're not gonna cheat on him? 
Uh-huh. So you got to be very careful and strategic on how you move around because you are being judged. Whether this man may mm-hmm. think you, he might treat you like a queen, cooking clean. You know why? Because he's not official. See, he don't have. He do those things to keep you help, to keep you in. Mm-hmm. But once you and that nigga break up, and now you are seeking relationships with him, you gonna see he's gonna start backing up. He gonna start mm-hmm. backtracking because he see now that you know what I'm saying. Oh, now you want to make it official with him. But he know you are a cheater. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You done cheated on your man with him. So what makes you think you ain't going to cheat on him? Exactly. So he's going to cheat on you regardless. Just because of the shit and his excuses. Shit, you, you can't even be fucking around. You know what I'm saying? You was, you was in a whole relationship and was cheating on me. So what made you think this? Like, dudes is calculated like that. And y'all hey. need to tighten up, man. Dudes need to tighten up and women y'all need to tighten right. up too because we might not because y'all y'all might be smart enough y'all might have it all planned out but keep in mind one thing y'all are human and y'all do make mistakes and what is done in the dark will always come to the light. And it's only and, considered a mistake if it's done once and that means, uh, that means you cheat that one day. Don't go back the next day and say the whole time it was a mistake. Uh-huh. But it's not a mistake if you cheated that uh-huh. once. Uh huh. Cause like I said, don't don't let that one thing be what drives you away from relationships. Because I've seen so many good relationships end because maybe one or two little things they just couldn't work on. They they couldn't get right, but everything else was good. Right. So don't be don't be seeking other relationships just because that one thing you're seeking, and then you get that one thing and realize that's all that person has to offer. Because <clears throat> that's what that's what happens a lot of times. You might seek that one thing from that one person, and you'll find out that's what they have to offer. They can't do anything else for me except this one thing. I'm like, that's crazy. Which I've heard stories about women how... I've heard, I don't know how true this is, but I've heard stories about y'all. Y'all got a man to fuck you, a man that'll cuddle, that'll listen up, talk to your problems. Then you got a nigga that'll get you some food, a nigga that'll pay your bills, and a nigga that'll get your car checked out. I don't know how true that is. Y'all got to stop following. You know what? That's vice versa because you got men that, that will do the same thing. You got men that'll have women that will spend all her money and make sure you still look good. And Where the hell are them women at? Shit. Shit. They all over the place. I done, I done seen it firsthand, especially men who are popular mm-hmm. like you know me hanging around a popular guy which is rob me hanging around a popular guy i see and hear a lot Shout of shit. Rob. you know what i'm saying so i know that for firsthand even not even just hang with rob but just period that women pay for attention if they really want your attention you know what i'm saying so instead of you women being yourselves instead of y'all um loving who you are it's like y'all will pay for somebody to give y'all the attention just for somebody who's a public person to give y'all attention. You know what I'm saying? Applause came up here today and he was giving you some attention and now you want all his attention like you want them all to yourself. Y'all will pretty much make it where he don't have to do anything. Oh, well, I know he got money so I can't buy him things but maybe I can do things that he not used to like cook and clean or wash his clothes or make sure that he he take a lunch to the studio or something like that. Y'all gonna do whatever y'all can to give him something that he's not used to. But at the end of the day, you don't know what he's not used to because it might be somebody else he's fucking with Mm -hmm. doing the same shit. Uh And now he got all y'all doing the same shit and now he don't need to pick and choose because all y'all gonna keep spoiling him and make him feel like he's something when instead of you being yourself, make a man love you for yourself and stop buying attention because once you get that attention and once you get that man, Mm -hmm. you ain't gonna know what to do with him. Look, that's the, that's the same. Not with him every day. Mm-hmm. So you gonna keep her clean and cook for him all the time. Then what? Then what you gonna do after that? What what excitement? What what he gonna do to show you that he wants you in return? It's the question. 
Yeah. Oh, that's a big question. That's why I tell. That's why I, I had to learn from experience that you gotta you gotta be like a video game when it comes to determine what you're gonna do for a person and what you're not gonna do for a person because sometimes that person because whatever you do for them at the beginning they're gonna be expecting you to can keep that shit up and you don't know what they're thinking the whole time is they could be having somebody else like I know some of the most popular women on campus they got all the damn do boys. They got all the damn niggas, some niggas simping for them. And then they got the damn thugs and stuff that come hit or whatever. The sorry niggas to come hit or whatever. And so it's all the damn thing because it's all, you got to look, you got to shut yourself off like a damn video game. You can't give everything off rip. That's because that's what a lot of y'all are messing up at. And a lot of you, y'all get upset and y'all get mad and start dogging everybody because you're giving yourself up to somebody who's just not ready to receive you. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of y'all are messing up at. And then the people that are ready to receive you, they got some, they got some areas they need to work on. They're not, they're not perfect, you know, but they're doing a whole lot better than the ones that aren't, who aren't ready to receive you. Y'all quick to get rid of them. So if you're gonna do that, then don't be going on social media crying about oh this dude ain't this he ain't that when you had somebody good that was giving you the eighty percent of things you look for instead of that extra but instead you want that extra twenty percent for which why I don't know for your personal satisfaction which is not good so if you have something good work on that thing at all times don't be all quick to try to run to somebody else's arms because. That person might not value as much. That's true. That's all very true. Yeah. And that's our main topic for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, if you got any top suggestions for us, please send it to us. Hit one of us up in the DMs. Make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, um, because we're trying to take off this year. Because year one of Liquor Talk is almost done, y'all. <laughs> year two is right around the corner. Boy, how time flies. How time flies. Time just be... Time just be in another stratosphere, you yes, know. Yes, y'all. I can't wait to go lay down. I've been up since um, nine o'clock this morning, <laughs> on the road and doing everything I need to do, and just to make sure I make it here on time. So I'm gonna say, give y'all my info so I can get the hell up out of here. Mm-hmm. So if y'all wanna see me on Facebook, is Lashana doing just fine? Coleman. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram is Chocolate Drizzy. I don't be on Snapchat like that, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna put my Snapchat information on here. But I will be seeing y'all again. I not seeing y'all, but y'all will be yeah. hearing from me again soon next mm-hmm. Friday. Y'all want to come on the show, make sure y'all hit us up. Yeah, that's what that's what it is. Y'all make sure to hit us up. Please hit us up. And I think this week, I I think, honestly, this thing, this week may have been a good week for me because I really don't have too many people to tee off on. Normally, we tee off on people, but I'm gonna give, we're going to give two things and we're going to get out here. We're going to give y'all the position to try because somebody's tired. And I've got to say salute to Lashana. This is how you know she dedicates her vision because I truly wasn't wasn't expecting to do look and talk tonight, so I do want to say shout out to LaShawn. I really appreciate it. So the position of tonight is the the yawning position. Uh, let's see. Is she lies on her back and raises her legs along to rest along the front of his body. He can hold her at, at hands as support as he thrusts. In a variation of this position, he can hold on to her feet and gently push. See the opposite picture, which is number 28, which is the sensation that she opens up to him. She needs to be very supple to be in this growing position. Go ahead. What you think? So let me tell y'all this position in my words. So y'all know that y'all laying in the bed on your back and your man put his legs on his. Your man put your legs on his shoulders. I'm tired, y'all. 
So when his when your legs is on your show on his shoulders, you know he answers. The best thing you can do at this point is take your heel and put make sure you know a little scrunchy part of your heel, put it on mm-hmm. his shoulder blade. And you take you put pressure on that shoulder blade to lift yourself up. And it's like you riding him from the bottom. You know, it's like, you know, instead of having that lazy sex, we just laying there. So while he going in, like he going in and out, you're going to raise your, you're going to put your, put weight on his shoulder blade and you're going to bounce up and down with your legs on his shoulder. And that's how you have excellent sex in that, in that position. For those of you that are getting sex, go ahead and do that position for us, ladies and gentlemen, and tell us what you think. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the next podcast, we're going to deal with how to win people because that's something that not a lot of y'all know how to do, and we're going to go ahead and address it, and how to be okay if you don't win a certain people. I'm not just talking about that woman that you have your eye on, how to win over employers or people to network, people to do business with. We're going to deal with that next week. You find, I know you're tired, but you got any final thoughts for the people? I really don't. <laughs> All right. My, my final thought for tonight is do not allow that one thing that that person that just can't get right. Don't let that one thing drive you away from that person. Because like I said earlier, you will find out that one thing that you want and so bad in your selfishness is going to come back to hurt you in the long run. When that person, that sorry person shows you who they really are. If you got something good, you better work that thing out until the wheels fall off. Because not a lot of y'all... Y'all, y'all value, y'all don't do that shit a lot. Uh, it's sad I see this in today's generation. My parents and our grandparents, they worked that shit out. That's how, that's how some of them stayed around for 80-something years because they worked on the every little thing. You got to work on it. You got to address it. Don't let the 80% be the reason you, you leave somebody that can only give you 20% or 30%. That's my final thoughts tonight. Excuse me. It's Real V. Jones on Instagram, Twitter, and I don't really don't use Snapchat, but it's Real V. Jones on Snapchat, Facebook, Victor Jones. This has been Look at Talk, the People's Podcast. I hope y'all had y'all a couple of nice rounds. This has been Look at Talk. Also, holla at us on the PodCoin app. Remember, the PodCoin app is the app where you can get paid for listening to podcasts. So holla at us on that app, too, because you can get you some gift cards, some good shit. I already done got my shit, so y'all holla at us on that app. And And with that, we out this thing. Have a good day. And like I said, this has been Liquor Talk, the People's Podcast. And it ends right now.